At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at high5casino.com. High Five Casino. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you. I want to give our pro tip out for our number one. And it's something, again, that I, Kelly and Amal do very, very well. And it takes discipline in your profile, certainly in your gambling profile here. And that is college basketball, NBA especially right now, as we really uh, turn the corner here into those seasons. If you don't like a number before it tips, or you look at the number and you think it's, that's, that line is pretty, it's right on. Like, you're not getting an advantage before we get to tip. Wait and see and chart in your head a number that you're looking for. Example, the Colorado-Oregon game tonight. Oregon's laying six and a half against the Buffs, and you think that number is aligned properly. So you're hoping, say, that Colorado gets out to a good start, maybe a 10-point lead is what you're looking for, and that number comes down to, say, Oregon, minus one, or maybe even a pick them, and then you can get in that live game scenario. The idea here is, is that you're going to get a much better number in-game that you will before the game begins, and if it doesn't present itself, pass on the game. You do not have to wager on that game if the scenario does not come for what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. You got to be a little bit cautious. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just want to wait and try and see if you can get a better number in those situations. All right. That is the pro tip for hour number one. Again, as a Visa Pro subscriber, you have access to up to 20 of those across the Visa spectrum on a, day, on a daily uh, show here, as we have 10 shows, 20 pro tips a day. So you can go to vsin.com, sort those out by show and or by sport. Kelly Bidlin, I know we have some updates right now as we get closer and closer to the championship rounds here in the AFC and the NFC. What do you have, sir? Yeah, out of 49ers practice today, Kyle Shanahan said Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell won't practice again today, so maybe a little bit more concern building there. Debo, back on the field, will be limited today. Got Ooh. that, and then I've got video of uh, Patrick Mahomes jogging. That's about you it. You have video of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to read into that anymore. We, we don't we don't have it in here, but I just saw a video of him jogging. How did I he can look? Conf- I w- can was confirm. there a uh, hitch in the giddy-up? Yeah, no, the, jo- the jog form is looking pretty good, Dave. It's looking pretty good. I think he's going to de- need to do more than jogging, though, in this NFL game on Sunday. You know, do I want Patrick Mahomes jogging on a Thursday? <laughs> like, dude, I need you on Sunday. I don't care if you're jog- I Don't do it. I'm don't do t- the dog and pony show. Yeah, exactly. Don't do it for our benefit, right? Just... Just get ready. Just just be ready on Sunday. That's all I want if I'm a fan of 15 and the Chiefs can. By the way, that number has flipped again, boys. And here we yeah. are. 
the Chiefs are now one. Maybe it's the jogging video. Uh, there was maybe it's jogging video. No, no. I think I think it's even simpler than that. That Dave. I, I know we had a couple big, uh, you know, kind of betting groups come in on that Chiefs side when it got to plus two and a half. Right. That knocked it down a little bit. But I think a lot of money came in when people just saw that he was practicing. Period. Yesterday, and that's really where I, I think that's really where we jumped the fence. Here and move from uh, switch the favorites. Let me let me ask a serious question though. Here, guys, if okay, we understand why now the Chiefs are favorite. And again, you could have gotten the Chiefs plus two two and a half uh, forty eight hours ago. Those numbers are gone. The the Eagles number has not changed. It's still two and a half. And Kelly's report there that maybe you're no disrespect to Brock Purdy, but your th- three biggest cogs in that offense are McCaffrey, Debo, and arguably Kittle, and then Mitchell. Right. And three of those four, one is limited, and the other two have not practiced this week. Is that a concern? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I would joke around about it sometimes. Oh, they're not practicing, big deal. But it is a little bit of a concern. You know, why are you holding them out in this situation? It's something that you want health, obviously, to be at a premium when you go into a situation like this. Because the problem for me, and I am a Niners backer in this spot. I like the two and a half. I, I played a little bit more money line here, thinking they win the game outright. If you don't remember McCaffrey, he was overseen during the Cowboy game, stretching out the calf, I think it was, on the sideline. Uh, you know, Mitchell, they that, that's a run team first. Debo, they use him in the run game a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to rely on Brock Purdy yeah. in an NFC title game to say, go beat, beat him with your arm and go make those plays down the field. I mean, that feels like it really could be an issue if those three stalwarts certainly in the run game are not available now, yeah absolutely it'd be a huge plus McCaffrey was asked by uh this is NBC Sports Bay Area's Matt Mayako Mayako sorry Matt if I'm butchering that uh chances uh whether or not you play on Sunday or chance you do not play on Sunday Christian McCaffrey responded zero he's playing he can, this is one of those all hands on deck you go until you can't go right I mean like McCaffrey's gonna go the question would be how effective will he be well, he was very effective in the one touchdown drive against the Cowboys. Remember, they only had one touchdown drive. So the offense is going to have to be better if the Niners' two and a half point dogs are going to go into the city of Brotherly Shove and get that win on Sunday. Remember, that's the early game, and the Bengals and the Chiefs, that would be the, uh, the late game here, certainly on the East Coast. Does that affect the, the time of the game at all, your handicap? No. Now, it doesn't bother me either way, but again, sometimes you go, it might be a little bit colder at night. In Kansas City, but I don't think it's going to bother cold weather teams like Cincinnati and Kansas City either way. No, I don't think that that's going to make a difference here. All right, so still two and a half, forty-six and a half is the numbers there for the first game, and uh, again now the Chiefs one-point favorites. That total staying right there at forty-seven. Let's get back to college basketball here. Purdue number one in the land. Yeah. Zach Eady going to Michigan to take on Jawan Howard and the Wolverines. I don't know if they can still hang those banners officially. For the final four days, I think those have been uh, taken down years ago. But uh, they might not be there. What about Michigan now getting five at home? Is this a dangerous spot for Boiler Up? It is. Uh, I think it's a little bit of a high number on the road. Uh, the one thing, though, where you're going to see a difference, in Michigan plays through Hunter Dickinson a lot in the post, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Big guy, presents a lot of challenges for the defense. But when you look at the fact that now you've got a guy in Zach Eady who can really present some challenges to Dickinson, it's going to be interesting how Michigan plays because they have not been great on the perimeter this year. You know, last several years we've seen Michigan be a good three-point shooting team, not overwhelming from that particular area right now. So this will be an interesting matchup, definitely going to be a challenge here. So to me, when I look at this one, I would lean towards Michigan at home but didn't play this game. 136 is the total. Uh, Does it behoove Juwan Howard and company to limit possessions against Boiler Up? No. I mean, you know, when you talk about limiting possessions, you're talking about like – some team that's facing off against UNLV 1990. No, the, or Villanova, and, Georgetown 85, yeah, right? Where yeah, you really you're, had you're a limit just, possessions. Yeah, you're not playing the game that way. I mean, you're, you're going out here. You're just going to put your best foot forward. You know, Michigan believes they can win the game. It's a road game in conference, uh, it, regardless of Purdue's ranking. Uh, speaking of rankings, UCLA will be a chic pick yeah. to get back to the Final Four once we get to March. Yeah. They're number eight right now in the country. We remember that USC game yeah. the first time around. That was very close. USC uh, almost got the win outright, but they certainly covered the number. Now, here we go again. UCLA laying that number of five on the road, identical to what P- Purdue's doing at Michigan. Yeah, I think it's going to be fight on tonight. Trojans here at plus five at home. I, they had a tough loss the last time at the Galen Center in a revenge spot now at home. They've had success against UCLA at the Galen Center. 
I think USC's got a great shot to win the game. I don't know if they do or not, but I think this is going to be a tight competitive game. Anytime you have a rivalry like this and you have this type of number, it's always tough going on the road. Wasn't it just uh, what, early last week, um, I believe, UCLA at, at Forks Up mm-hmm. against Arizona State where they were down at the first half and really yeah. flipped the script in the second half? Mick Cronin, their, their team's capable of doing that even if they lay a clunker in the first half. No question about it, and that's a really good point you bring up. But I think the one thing is in that particular matchup, it was the fact that uh, UCLA was just purely better than uh, Arizona State. Now, look, Arizona State's going to get up for that game. It was an important home game for them. But this, in a rivalry, USC's capable with their length defensively. Boogie Ellis had a nice year so far. Peterson also presents some challenges. This 133 is going to be interesting. Last time I think these two teams met, uh, it was in the 60s. Uh, and that went to overtime, didn't it? It, it did not. It did not. Uh, it was yeah. late, okay, late game scenario there. So, so the under would have hit here with this total of 133. A little bit more up-tempo? Or do you think Andy Enfield is fine playing if it's a grinded-out possession type game? Yeah, that's that probably favors USC more because UCLA's got a better scoring team. Jaime Hawkes, Tiger Campbell, Chris Singleton. Singleton, to me, is criminally underrated. And, and you know, I know Mick Cronin tries to get him shots, but this is a guy that's one of the all-time leading scorers or might be the leading scorer all-time in California high school basketball history. Uh, let's talk about Arizona on the road. It's interesting. Look at all these numbers mm-hmm. for the ranked teams on the road, right? Purdue laying five, UCLA laying five. Now Arizona laying four and a half, almost identical at Wazoo against Washington State here. A higher total of one forty-four because we know the way Arizona likes to play. What do you make the Wildcats on the road here? It's a tough spot. I think Washington State's a really good team. I think they can really present some challenges. Uh, we saw them earlier this year barely lose to UCLA late in that game, and then uh, this is a team that went down to the McHale Center, beat Arizona earlier this year. I'll probably be on the Wildcats in a revenge spot. They lost that game. Arizona is very capable of beating them by a large—excuse nar- me—a large margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something that I think could happen. But I think the Wildcats get the revenge and bounce back here. And again, laying the four and a half in the road. Mm-hmm. Bigger picture here for Arizona. Are you seeing enough out of them to say, yeah? I mean, obviously the ranking of six, you would say this is a Final Four capable team. Uh, what what do you make of the of the Wildcats' big picture? Well, listen, talent-wise, they're definitely a Final Four team. The question is, can they get consistent play out of the guard position in Kerr Carissa? I love the other four starters. Pella Larson, Courtney Ramey, the Texas transfer, has been outstanding. Uh, Tabellis and, of course, Balo inside. These guys are just absolute monsters. Uh, but this should be an interesting matchup. This should be a fun one to see. I think Ramey will be guarded by D.J. Rodman tonight, the son of Dennis Rodman. Tremendous defender, really a cerebral, smart player. Mm. This should be a fun one to watch. You know, we're looking at the odds for the Final Four, and obviously mm-hmm. Houston is the uh, shortest number on the board at plus $1.40. Some of the teams in action tonight, Purdue is plus 250 UCLA is $3. Arizona's 5-1. to one. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good number like, on Arizona. Yeah, that feels like value there. Just to get to the Final Four, obviously it's not easy to do there. Out of those three teams on the road tonight, laying about the same number of five, which one would you trust the most to get to a Final Four? Uh, uh, To get to a Final Four, probably UCLA, just because of coaching experience with Tiger Campbell, Jaime Hawkes. I think talent-wise, I would give the edge to Arizona, but overall as a team and what they can do. And then you've got an absolute lockdown defender in Jalen Clark. He's Mm -hmm. probably the best non-ball defender in college basketball. And very quickly, Purdue, even though it's the shortest Mm -hmm. number, plus 250 to get to the Final Four, is this ghost of, of boiler up past that gets to Matt Painter and company? We'll see. I think this is a year they could maybe exercise those demons, but whether they do or not remains to be seen. All right, when we come back, Mike Pritchard is going to join us next. Of course, you all know Mike here in the network from uh, the Pro Football Blitz on the weekend. We're going to talk all things Patrick Mahomes and that injury. Mike's dealt with it himself as a former pro. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. 
Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every single game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. We roll on as we get closer and closer to conference championship weekend on Sunday. Two great games. What a pleasure it is every Thursday to be joined by Mike Pritchard. Of course, he's the co-host of VEASAN's Pro Football Blitz. You can follow Pritch as I do at MI Pritchard on Twitter. And, Mike, great to have you here. You know, we've been talking. All, we, we saw today that Patrick Mahomes has been jogging. Apparently, there's video of that out there. Mm-hmm. Looks good on that leg. You know what that injury is like and what it actually means and what it takes to play. I got to think it's actually easier for a quarterback than it would be, say, a running back like yourself to get that leg ready on a short time. What is Patrick Mahomes' week looking like this week to prepare for that AFC title game? Or if you chose to play wide receiver, too. Oh, wide receiver. <laughs> That's right. Dave Amal, great to be with you. You know, um, it's, it's awesome that Patrick could run straight ahead and put pressure on it. Uh, but the lateral movement, uh, that's indicative of a pocket quarterback, right? I mean, that's what he's going to have to do, backpedaling, um, moving from side to side, sliding in the pocket, and then also pushing off that right ankle to throw the football. I mean, all of that uh, is going to come into play on game day, not not during the week of practice, not during the photo session for the media, <laughs> uh, and then they get kicked out, right, And when the team starts to get into their game planning portion of, of practice. So, uh, no, I, I think he's – probably ahead of schedule for what people thought he was going to be because of what we saw uh, on the field. I mean, he was limping around on one leg, but this guy is doing treatment and rehab around the clock. Um, so, you know, the training rooms are, are incredible. Uh, we found that out. Uh, doctors are incredible. We found that out with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, and so what, what Patrick is going through and, and certainly what Kansas city is able to help him with, uh, we'll find out. Uh, on Sunday, just like Patrick said, we'll find out on Sunday how good that ankle is. <laughs> you know, what I don't understand is why go through the photo ops and everything like this. To me, oh. why not just take the rest? Look, the reality of it is we know he's going to play, or at least he's going to give an effort to play, unless it just absolutely completely breaks down. Then we'd see Chad Henney. Kind of right. take me through the perspective of a player and a team as to why they might want to do that or what, what they're trying to show. Well, I mean, the beginning portion of practice is just warm up, you know, and that's where the media is at. And and I think they're trying to signal to the Bengals that Patrick's going to be good to go. Uh, But to your point, Amal, absolutely. I I think Chad Henney's probably taking all the reps, all the live reps, because, you know, Patrick's not going to do anything now to re-injure that ankle. I mean, I think he's ahead of schedule, right? Uh, He's able to put weight on it. Um, You know, he's not in a boot and all this. I mean, they're protecting him. Uh, so they get the photo op, and, and it looks great. Uh, I think it can influence the line like it has again. Mm. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, you're sending a message to Cincinnati that they're going to have to prepare for Patrick. But, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think Chad Henney uh, could see the field. Um, and, therefore, you know, my bet uh, on, on this game, in fact, has a lot to do more with Travis Kelsey and what else the Kansas City Chiefs can do without Patrick. Now, if Patrick becomes available and he plays well – uh, then I think I'm going to be fortunate from a betting standpoint. 
I see the number. It's been all over the place here in the last couple of days, and I'm sure this is all predicated on 15 and, and that leg and what we can deduce from the, the photo ops and everything else. It's now swung back to the Chiefs being a small favorite at laying a point. The total right. has finally ticked up a little bit, Pritch, here. It, it's been 47 all week. Now I'm seeing 47 and a halves. Is that just because they go, all right, Patrick's jogging. He looks good. The offense is going to be at least close to what we think it's going to be. What do you make of all these wild line moves got as high as the Bengals two and a half, and now it's swung back here to the Chiefs minus one? Yeah, I mean, it all is about the quarterback. I mean, we got the best quarterbacks in the game playing in this one. Uh, and I think as fans and, and as betters, we, we want to see a shootout. We want to see a lot of offense. But, I mean, Anarumo has been doing an excellent job against mm-hmm. the Chiefs. Uh, he held the Chiefs to, what, three points uh, and, and last year in the playoffs. Uh, uh, and then earlier this year, we saw what the uh, Bengals were able to do as well. And then uh, I think on the other side, when you have the Bengals banged up on the offensive line, uh, the Chiefs have favorable matchups up front. Uh, when you think about Chris Jones and his ability to move from tackle to DN, uh, I know uh, against Baltimore, that right tackle for the, for the Bengals was on skates. <laughs> uh, so I, I know Chris Jones, he's a game wrecker. He really is. And then the speed. Uh, that they have to come off the edge. Uh, and I think they're pretty active, too, with blitzes and, and certainly in the middle of the field. So uh, it's a great matchup. It's the third time around if you factor in the playoffs last year and then this season. And, okay, now uh, here we go with the AFC Conference Championship game. I will say this, though. Uh, knowing the mindset out there in Kansas City that they thoroughly feel like the championship or the road to the Super Bowl goes through Arrowhead. Uh, and they defended that again this year. So uh, I am not discounting the Bengals at all. I, I think they are now a live dog, <laughs> as mm-hmm. ha- have been being a favorite not too long ago. Uh, I-, I think we're in for a good, good battle, though, between two excellent football teams. I-, I love the point you made there, and I do believe the road to the AFC goes through Kansas City and has for the last half a dozen years. Uh, I want to go back to the game Sunday between Buffalo and uh, Cincinnati. From your perspective, was it a effort by the Cincinnati defense that stymied Buffalo's offense, or was it a result of their inability to execute? And should we be giving this Bengals defense a little bit more credit than they may be receiving potentially coming into this? No, I'm giving the Bengals defense a ton of credit. I mean, Anna Ruma, like I mentioned, the, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs changed their entire offense philosophy because of what the Bengals did last year. I think what Buffalo ran into uh, was the lack of adjustments because of the lack of um, the ability or willingness to implement Josh Allen in a running game. Uh, when you have a quarterback like that, he's got to run the football. He's got to become a six eligible and break down that defense. Uh, I think the Bengals were comfortable just taking away digs uh, one-on-one with Gabe Davis on the outside and, okay, make plays. So you're going to have to beat us. And, and certainly Knox, I mean, Knox had a chance for, for a touchdown, uh, you know, in these situations. But, you know, those are the type of players that the Bengals want to see beat them. Like, I I think they're going to go into this game trying to take away Kelsey, but that is hard to do. I mean, that's more lip service than anything uh, trying to take away Kelsey. So uh, the Bengals offensively, uh, they put pressure on you if they can be balanced and run the football. Uh, You know, Buffalo was missing Daquan Jones as well as Jordan Phillips, not 100%, only about 19 snaps. And uh, and so you saw uh, two huge defensive tackles not available for Buffalo, and therefore Cincinnati was able to run the football. Uh, but with Chris Jones and, and the attention to detail and trying to stop the run and force Cincinnati to kind of throw the ball, be one-dimensional, I, I think that's where Kansas City feels like they, they have a chance in this one. Rich, when I look at the NFC title game here, and again, you know, that Cowboy-Niner game, that's as physical a football game as I've oh, seen yeah. in quite some time, right? Now you get, mm-hmm. for them, a, a shorter week than what the Eagles had playing on Saturday. You travel back to the East Coast. We saw today Chris McCaffrey, uh, Mitchell, those guys still didn't practice today. Debo was limited. How much of the physicality of that game for the Niners last week and the short week and the travel, how much does that play, uh, factor in to your handicap for their game against the Eagles on Sunday? Well, it's factored in uh, not too much. I mean, everybody's banged up right now, Dave. And, you know, I think uh, it's, it's called maintenance. I mean, we see that in the NBA, you mm-hmm. know, for, you know, for as far as maintenance. But you can do it during a week of practice. And uh, for the running game, San Francisco only runs a handful of running plays. I mean, 18, 19 handoff, toss. Uh, you know, they have some counter plays in there and some gap schemes. Uh, so they're going to still run that. Now they're going to dress it up, though. They're going to dress it up with formations and personnel. And, you know, to me, that's where they, they create edges. But it's been a long year. Um, they've been a physical football team all year long, too. But you got Kittle healthy. You got Ayuk healthy. Um, Juszczyk is healthy. 
Uh, yeah, they're going to be fine. Christian's going to be fine. He's a tough kid. I watched him ever since he was uh, in high school out there <laughs> in Colorado. And, uh, you know, I, I think Mitchell's going to be fine. I, I think all these guys are going to be fine. Debo's going to be great, too. So uh, this is an outstanding matchup. But, you know, the Eagles are, are going to run into a situation where they face a lot of speed defensively from the 49ers. And, and I'm curious to see how they're going to adjust to that. What do you play, Christian Valor? Christian Valor. That, mm-hmm. Valor, that's it. That's it. Yep. You know, when you look at this team defensively, Philadelphia, how do you feel they compare to Dallas? Because I thought Dallas played a phenomenal game defensively. Yeah. I thought they played good enough to be a Super Bowl team. I know maybe some people don't see it that way, but I thought it was Dak's inability offensively and then not, not capitalizing on that fumbled punt. But does Philadelphia's defense have the type of unit that can slow down? You mentioned it, Mitchell, McCaffrey, uh, check. I mean, the, and of course, Debo Samuel. It, it seems like that's such a – not only a great running game – but a powerful punishing one that really wears you down as you get into the third and fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, we saw turnovers. I thought, I thought turnovers were the story of the game between Dallas and San Francisco. You, you, the 49ers are going to have to be mistake-free. Uh, and if they are, I, I, you know, they can lean on that running game. I, I think that's going to be a challenge for the Eagles uh, because of the variety and certainly the, the amount of personnel and formational changes the 49ers have. And uh, I think that could be a challenge for the Eagles. I mean, if the 49ers are possessing the ball, uh, can the Eagles be explosive? Uh, and to me, I, I think there's where the 49ers have an edge in this matchup. Well, as a, as a long-standing Cowboy fan, I wanted to see Dallas and Philadelphia one more time yeah. that title game, but we're getting the Niners. And again, right now, that number hasn't moved. Two and a half, the Eagles. Pretty much once it flipped to two and a half, it stayed there all week. Chris, we always appreciate it on Thursday, my friend. Thanks for the time, as always. Appreciate you guys. Uh, good you. luck with your bets. Thank Let's you. Let's go. Let's go. It's going to be a good one this weekend. All right, come on back. We'll talk a little NBA as well. And, of course, uh, much more on the big two title games in the NFL. Come on back. Big bets here on the VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest games, well, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. So visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That's VSIN slash subscribe it's great having mike pritchard on as we do each and every thursday to talk all things nfl he made a, a really good point about say chris jones mm-hmm. in that matchup frank clark on the outside with three look they performed very well the guys that stood in last week for the bengals offensive line you wouldn't have known they were down three starters it might show itself a little bit this week at uh, kansas city here and that that number again is on the move also a number on the move now that the chiefs have flipped back to being the favorite by one I'm seeing it's got 47 and a half here at South Point. I am seeing 48s start to flash on the screen for the total. So not a huge line move, but it is moving up. Do you think that continues before we get to kickoff on Sunday? No, but I think this move is correct. Um, it doesn't come as much of a surprise to me now. I think people realize, wait a minute, Chiefs home dog. You know, we, we see the home scenario, but the only concern you have is more of a re-aggravation than anything else. Right. And if, if you can... If you just stay healthy throughout the game, I think he'll gut it out, and then he's got two weeks to get ready for the Super Bowl. And again, if you're doing the math there to get to 47 and a half, you're looking at both teams 24 or more yeah. uh, to get to that total. Is that the, that's the type of game I'm expecting, to be quite honest. Yeah. Yes, you might you know steal a possession here and there, but it, it feels like both teams will be able to move the ball against the other's defense. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one thing you have to look at, and I think that's going to be a strong possibility in this game. All right, so again, it's it's moving up just ever so slightly, 47 and a half, some 48s out there, but the Chiefs right now one-point favorites. When you look at the exactus for you know who's going to be in the Super Bowl, who's going to win the Super Bowl, my goodness, I don't think we've ever seen I, – I can't recall – uh, you know, 40 years of watching the game, what have you, a Final Four that feels this tightly lined. Yeah, I would agree with you. Right, that you could look at and go, basically the look-aheads are all pickums for whatever the matchup might be, right? Whether it's, you know, Niners and Chiefs or, you know, Eagles and, and Chiefs. You pick pick your scenario, and it's basically pickums across the board. Now, yeah, it circum- depends where you look at, but Westgate right now has look-ahead lines up. Every single one of them is a pick'em. It's amazing. 
I mean, we've never seen that with, with not even a point or two here and there, but basically uh, with the possibilities here all being a pick'em. So that gets into these exactas where you can get a little bit better value than certainly at a pick'em price. Now, the current odds for the, I guess, the biggest surprise would be Chiefs losing to the Niners in the Super Bowl at eight to one before the wild card round. That was fourteen to one. Right. Would that be the biggest surprise that the Niners would be the biggest surprise is that they beat the Chiefs in a Super Bowl matchup? And by the way, no. The 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 direct opposite of Chiefs over Niners. The, if you got that exact game, both of those are at eight to one. Yeah. So that shows you how closely lined these things are. Yeah, I think this is going to be tight. I think you can make an argument for all four teams. I think playing uh, the Eagle, uh, sorry, the 49ers over the Bengals or the Chiefs still a very viable option. I don't think these things come as much of a surprise any which way. And look at the shortest numbers on the board. Bengals over Eagles or Eagles over Bengals, same exact number yeah. at plus 520. Now, again, the Super Bowl is out in uh, Arizona, Right? That's that's where we're going yeah. for, for the Super Bowl. So you're going to be out there in that grass field. I don't know if that affects your handicap at all, but it will not be turf like last year at SoFi. It will be a, a grass field. Does that favor one team over another? No, I don't think it matters. Yeah, it, it feels like it, the numbers are indicating it really doesn't. Yeah. That no matter how you slice this thing, it's pretty even across the board. Is there is there any edge that you would see in these exact numbers if you really had to kind of make your pick today? and say, this is the Super Bowl that I see, and this is the team that I see winning at a, at a certain price tag, which one would it be if you I, had to make one? I would say probably uh, Eagles over the Chiefs. Plus 650. Yeah, but I mean, look, to me, I think the 49ers have just as good of a shot of winning. I, I think this can go either way. I think the, Chief, the 49ers have a greater chance of winning than Cincinnati does on Sunday. You say that again? I think the 49ers have a greater chance of winning than Cincinnati does. Of winning the whole thing. No, winning on Sunday. Winning on Sunday. Yeah. Okay, so to get the nine right. So out of the road teams, you give the the uh, the Niners a better chance of winning in Philadelphia, even though that's a slightly bigger number. They're getting two and a half mm -hmm. versus the Bengals right now getting a point at Kansas City. Yes, correct. All right, so again, if you're going along that premise, then you would look at Niners in this Super Bowl exactas to at least get to the Super Bowl in a mall's thinking here. And you see the scenarios there where the Niners to beat the Bengals – which you you don't your likely scenario would be Niners and Chiefs to to match up. No nine no uh, Eagles and Chiefs. Eagles you yeah. go straight favorites. Yeah. Okay. So if you're going straight favorites and you're going Eagles and Chiefs, the numbers there are Eagles over Chiefs plus six fifty and Chiefs over Eagles at plus five eighty. So there is a slight variance there. Yeah. And again, that shows that in the betting market, we're looking at the Chiefs as a slight favorite over the Eagles in that scenario. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so again, if you want to get into those alternate markets, and Kelly, that's the only thing we're trying to find here, right, is a little bit of value there. And the only way you could extract that, if, if Westgate has all those as basically a pick em, you yeah. can get a little bit better value there in the exacta market of the Eagles over the Chiefs if you want to play the favorite. Yeah, just run the numbers. You gotta you gotta figure out if it makes would make more sense to bet a futures, uh just a straight future to win the Super Bowl bet based off of or, you know, one of these. You could play one of these or a couple to win the Super Bowl bets. You're probably gonna get more value here. I think it's interesting though to just look at those and what they were before the wild card round, right? How they moved. They, some of the shorter ones of Eagles over Bengals was like thirty four to one. You know, before the wild card round. So those could be nice to take midseason, you know, take a couple bombs on them for teams that you're higher on. Um, Bengals, I always thought, was one that had presented some value there in the ASC. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's up at a lot of a lot of sports books if you want to bet it. That's for sure. And by the way, if, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Bengals, before we began the, the playoff, once we knew the matchups, yeah. they were five to one to come out of the AFC. Now, remember, there was the prospect of playing on a neutral site for Kansas City and Buffalo. Obviously, that didn't play out with the Bengals going up there, there to win. And we mentioned then that we felt like that was the best value yeah. on the board before the playoffs began. Uh, Cincinnati at 5-1. to one, And now, obviously, we're looking at, at the Westgate, as Kelly points out, basically a pick -em. So that's how closely lined uh, these games are as we get to the Final Four. Let's dip our toe on the ice tonight a little bit and see your thoughts here as we get the Bruins. Ooh, look at this number. Against the Lightning, basically a pick-up minus a dollar ten either way. If you want to dabble into that puck line, that's where you can really get juicy for like Boston to win by uh, them, them more than a goal. That is plus two ten. 
How do you match up these two heavyweights in the Eastern Conference? It's going to be an interesting one. Tight matchup here tonight. Uh, Boston's been tremendous. You figure at some point in time they're going to cool off a little bit, but it hasn't happened. Olmark against Vasilevsky. Tremendous game between these two here tonight. Um, going to stay away from this one, but this should be a good one. This would be a good measuring stick opportunity here for Tampa, who you wouldn't really think about saying that about a team that's been at three straight Stanley Cup finals. But if you're Boston also, here's a good opportunity to ch- uh, challenge yourself against the team that's been the best, the benchmark in hockey for the last, you know, several years. Yeah, and that is the way this one looks. And you see that total at six for the pregame. It, we're starting to see now, if you believe in hockey trends, if you see five and a halfs out there, mm-hmm. the unders have started to cash a little bit. And when you see six or more, six, six and a half, especially, we're, we're expecting offense, we're getting them. Yeah. Are, are you looking to that as well? And this feels like obviously right there, split in the middle at six. How, how do you handicap when you see those sixes versus five and a halfs out there? Well, you know, obviously you want to get a higher number depending on how you're playing it. If you're playing it under, if you're playing it over, five and a half is a much more advantageous number. But to me, it, it, it depends on the team, depends on the situation. Like, for example, Minnesota and Florida are two teams that will pull their goaltenders down by three goals. Mm. So can't necessarily quantify it just on a general consensus, but it depends on individual team. Um, so I, I think that plays into it. Let's get to the Pens and the Capitals. And, and look, I was in the, that uh, D.C. market for almost two decades and, you know, once it said the kid got to Pittsburgh and Alexander Ovechkin got to D.C., this is a marquee matchup. You circle it. It'll be they'll be rocking the red tonight. That is for sure. Look at that total six and a half expecting offense. But basically, again, caps minus our 20 pens even. Man, this is a rivalry still is. What do you make of this one tonight? Yeah, it's an interesting matchup here. I think the price is fair and correct. Uh, Penguins just not a defensive team. Remember, they won the game on Tuesday against Florida seven, six in overtime. This game feels like it's going to go towards the over. You're asking for three goals from both sides. Um, it seems like you would think both teams are able to get there, but it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. Pittsburgh uh, defensively has had some issues. And again, the over, it's minus five. Now you got to get to seven to cash with that six and a half number, but you, you think that's a fair price? Uh, only laying a dollar five here, not juiced. At six and a half, you think both teams get to three? Should be able to, I would think so. All right, so maybe that's the lean here instead of uh, playing the side. Very quickly, Sabres against the Jets here. Winnipeg, a big favorite at home, minus dollar seventy-five against Buffalo. Again, another high total six and a half. This one is juiced to the over, minus dollar fifteen. Yeah, Sabres with a good win at St. Louis the other night, and now you go on the road taking on Connor Hellebuck and the Jets. Uh, this should be an interesting one. Jets playing very well. They're right there contending for the division. So. Uh, this is a little bit of a high price, though, on Winnipeg at home, in my opinion. All right, so again, minus $1.75. Puck line there, minus uh, a goal and a half is plus $1.40 if you want to go that side. We'll come back, put a finishing bow on this edition of Big Bets next here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, It'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! 
private. Put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans with the conference championships this weekend, it's time to check out Bet Rivers. You can win up to 10 grand in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers squares this football season. Place a $10 wager or more in qualifying bets, you're going to get a square on the house. If your numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible, eligible bonuses, and credit use, full terms and conditions available at BetRiversquares.com. Let's get to our pro tip here for hour number two. It's something we just discussed here when you get to the exacta market here in the Super Bowl. Because these numbers are so tightly lined uh, that we're seeing, again, Westgate here in Las Vegas, the look-aheads for all potential four matchups here in the Super Bowl are all pick-ems, right? So you might want to look at the exacta market if you really have a beat on who you think is going to win in advance to the Super Bowl. Compare those numbers with the basic team odds just to win the Super Bowl and then do the math accordingly. So, yes, you can probably find better numbers if you really feel like you know who's going to win this weekend because it's so tightly lined as we get to uh, the final two in two weeks in the Super Bowl. This is, I tell you, that's a very good point because you'll see sometimes these numbers, and when you start doing the prop bets for the uh, Super Bowl as well, kind of cross-reference them. You might see some variances or you might see an edge where you can potentially middle something. There's so many of them where they're just not maybe paying attention enough where you can take advantage of it. All right, so that's the pro tip for hour number two. Again, as a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you have access to up to 20 of those per day here across the VEASAN spectrum. You can go to VEASAN.com as a VEASAN Pro subscriber and sort those out by show and or by sport. And again, on that path, we've talked about this before. Also look at Super Bowl MVP odds out there right now. And again, I think when you look at quarterbacks, that's where you're first going to go, right? Yeah. Because we're basically seeing pickums across the board for the possibilities of who's going to be in the Super Bowl, look to those quarterbacks. Because if you like the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, I would say right now is a good time to play Joe Burrow as MVP of the Super Bowl because you just get the feeling that if they get there and win, Joe Burrow is going to be the MVP. I, I assume the same would hold true if you like Jalen Hurts. Look at that. Three to one. That's a better number than you're going to get on Philadelphia. Fly Eagles fly. Look at Mahomes. Plus 350. And same number for Joe Burrow. So, to me, that is a much better market to get in there. Now, Brock Purdy gets interesting because at plus 650, you can make cases even for a Bosa at 50 to one. If he had a monster game, you look at Debo at 28 to one. Uh, certainly McCaffrey at 15 to one. Uh, Kittle finally made the list. Oh, Kittle's on there. There is George Kittle now at 60 to one. And again, the one that's going to spin them all's head around Jimmy G at 60 to one as well. Super pro tip. Don't bet Jimmy G in this market because he's not even cleared to practice with the team yet. That is amazing. By the way, what's the number on Chad Henney? Because that is interesting to me. It was what, 80 when we looked the other day? Because the only thing there is if Mahomes, if they win, they get to the Super Bowl and he gets hurt. We saw Chad Henney with arguably the the drive nobody's talking about, 98-yard drive against Jacksonville, and he stepped right in and did the job that you want a backup quarterback to do. Now, could he do that over three quarters, theoretically, if Mahomes got injured again, re-injured that leg? Is is Chad Henney good enough to be in that market that you'd take a – you take a flyer on him? He's at 70. 70 to 1. I don't, I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl, though, if Chad Henney plays. Mm. Right. I, I, that, I mean, that's I, the, that's that's the, the difference. Problem. That's yeah, the I, first big problem, yeah. right? Like, he's like, he's good enough. He's yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 71 in that market there. And again, for a defensive player, the first defensive player that you're going to see on the board is Bosa at 50 to 1. Uh, you also have Chris Jones at 60 to 1. Again, we talked about it before. If, if Aaron Donald didn't win the MVP last year, and again, yes, you can make the case for what Stafford, I, I believe, got the award last year. Like, Cooper Cup could have been a guy in that conversation a year ago, but certainly AD played a huge second half. Not great in the first half, yeah. but a massive second half. Do you just discount defensive players because of that? 
It's harder, right? You need to you need to be it's like you need to have a pick six or a couple of interceptions or several sacks. I think it becomes very difficult. You know, the awards we talked about this yesterday off air, the MVP has become a quarterback award just like the Heisman Trophy has. And I think same thing with Super Bowl MVP, it becomes difficult unless you have a Von Miller type of performance or something to that effect or the offenses are inept. You're playing down at what? State Farm Arena down in Glendale. It's going to be in a dome. You expect teams to be able to move the ball. Uh, who was it last year? Cooper Cup. Won Cooper Cup won it last year. Again, it was like it was interchangeable, right? Yeah. Is it going to be Cooper? Is it going to be Matty Stafford? Is it going to be Aaron Donald? And if memory serves, gentlemen, the last two defensive players to win MVP of the Super Bowl, we had the DB for the Buccaneers win it in their big blowout Is that win. Dexter Jackson. Yeah, I think Got Dexter Von Jackson. Miller in 2016, and then Malcolm Smith in 2014 with the Seahawks. Yeah. With the Seahawks. So, so it, it has even. By the way, I go back to 1995. Larry Brown won it for the Cowboys against Neil O'Donnell. So we've seen it four or five times here in the, it's not a, a huge number, right? but it does come into play a little bit, you know, maybe five times in the last, you know, 20 plus years, 30 years. It's not that it's out of the, so what's that? It's a one in six shot that we're really looking at historically. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a challenge there, but not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, it's 11 years. You have Malcolm Smith, and you got to go back 11 years to Dexter Jackson winning it in 03. Right. Brown in 95. So, what, we've got four I, in the last? But to, but to your point, Dave, yes. Is it mostly quarterbacks? Yes. But it's, I think it's more open than people would think. I agree. I, like, again, this is why you're looking at, like, to me, Bosa would be playable at 50 to 1. If you really think the Niners are going to win in Philadelphia, because, again, after this weekend, these numbers are going to get shorted once we're down to the final two, right? Yeah, yeah So now Bosa at 51 or Chris Jones at 61. But I look at Bosa more because Chris is inside, right? It's harder for an inside guy, even Aaron Donald, and they did move him around last, last year to get him on the edge. You know, you're, you're looking at a potential matchup here for me that would make sense, and that would be Bengals-Niners. Right. If you've got a dinged-up offensive line like the Bengals do have, Bosa could have a monster game, theoretically, in two weeks if they can get by. That feels like an advantage they would have with Bosa, without Lael Collins on the right side, that, you know, we talked about it. The, the right tackle was on skates against the Ravens. Yeah. Well, you got Nick Bosa over there. So that's actually, to me, possibly playable today at Bosa at 50-1. to 1. I mean, it's not a bad play. I just think it's... Um... It, especially when you get those odds, it's definitely one you can strongly consider. But the one thing I would point out is you mentioned Dexter Jackson, Larry Brown. I feel like you need somebody in the secondary who's going to get a pick or a pick six. I mm -hmm. think it's difficult to get it by a sack. You'd need a sack fumble uh, for a touchdown. Which Von like Miller that. got. Yeah, right. Exactly. That when Von won it in 2015, it was the strip sack fumble, the, the defining play against uh, Cam Newton that day in the Panthers. So that's what it would take. It would take some sort of signature play, yeah. you know, game-changing play like Von had in order to win it. But again, I think we are pointing out that historically we are seeing defensive players on the winning teams, you know, with a one in five, one in six shot of possibly cashing that ticket. Right. And maybe Bosa is not a bad play at 50 to one today. Again, if they win, it's going to get shorted mightily in the marketplace. Uh, very quickly, a couple other NHL games before we go uh, and call, we're going to have final countdown coming up here in about two and a half minutes. A uh, devil's going to the Preds. Small, small favorites on the road here. Minus a dollar thirty. Nashville plus money at home. Are you are you nibbling at the plus money? Uh, I would be, but you know, New Jersey's played well throughout the course of the season here. I'm expecting Vanacek in net tonight, probably against UC Saros in this matchup. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad shot for the Preds here at home, getting a plus price. So Nashville plus a dollar ten on the puck line. If you like the Devils on the road, you can get plus a dollar ninety five. If you think Jersey uh, has their way. We did have a couple NBA games here very quickly before we call a wrap on this edition. Knicks against the Celtics. If this was the uh, 70s, mm -hmm. it would be a marquee matchup. It still has uh, cachet. Certainly the Knicks want to beat the Seas, but you're doing that up in Beantown tonight. And Boston's laying a pretty big number of 8.5. Total of 221.5. Any leans here? No. Going to stay away from this one, but uh, this should be a fairly competitive game, at least against the spread. I think Boston wins the game. But not going to look to lay that number. No. Yeah, okay. covering eight and a half. Looks like Jalen Brown will be back tonight as well as Al Horford, Malcolm Brogdon. We saw them miss time when they were down in Miami. Uh, Marcus Smart continuing to be out for the Celtics. Jason Tatum, just keep an eye on it. He should go tonight, but he's just been he's been dealing with a nagging injury uh, here recently. 
Uh, this is one I – this Knicks team, I think, has overrated me. This is the perfect – I have circled for tonight for uh, possibly jumping in in-game. Yeah, but nothing pregame. This number's too big pregame. Suns, by the way, laying a point and a half very quickly here against the Mavs. Gentlemen, do you guys have a lean either way? 221 and a half the total here. I do not. I, I really don't trust this Phoenix team. And, you know, Dallas, it's, you know, it comes down to Luka, obviously, with these guys. But for me, I'm going to stay away from this spot. As Kelly alluded to, the end game. I think the NBA is the best sport to bet in game on. I don't know if there's any other sport that's as good in terms of in game opportunities. Yeah, that two might teams, be. Yeah, that, is, that is two teams that just aren't. I mean, the Suns have been br- banged up all year, haven't really been able to put anything together. Mavericks, the worst ATS team in the league because they're constantly over overvalued because of Luka. Uh, I'm staying far away from that one. As far as I'm concerned, the worst NBA card of the year. Yeah. So I will uh, mostly be taking the night off. And by the way, 221 and a half. Nobody likes to bet unders anymore, but these are two slowly you paced can't. teams. Right? You just can't. I mean, these guys score a million points every night. Yeah. So again, a low total by today's standards here in the NBA. You're seeing totals in the 240s on a regular basis. All right. I want to thank Mike Pritchard, of course, for joining us here on this, this edition of Big Bets. Final countdown is next with Matt and Stormy right here on these. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for a limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. 